Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt Evenson, and over there is my co-host, Peter. How you doing? And we got two other people in the studio with us here, too. Who do we got? I'm Serena. Hello. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> Quiet over there. And we got Jen eating a sandwich, too. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, this is the show that keeps you up to date with the not-so-mainstream music scene. And how have you guys been this week? Listening to anything good or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've listened to some stuff. No, well, that's cool. Charles Bradley, what's your... Well, your that review? came out yesterday. Yeah. So you listened yeah, to I it listen- all night? I, well, I listened to it once last night and once today. So... You guys? Um, well, I was in Tennessee, so I was listening to oh, yeah. lots of, like... How was your trip? Neil Young. It was good. That's it good. was really good. I went was to turn- Smoky Mountains. Yeah, it was cold and snowy and Smoky. not warm like it's supposed to be in Tennessee. It was what? beautiful and wonderful, but not... Still warm. coming out of the winter season there. Yes. Right? They yeah. got, like, an, a foot of snow, an inch. A foot of snow. Well, you were there. <laughs> Whoa, no, an man. inch! Like right, before, <laughs> like, right before we got there. So, lots of trails were closed and such. So, you didn't do a lot of hiking? We couldn't do as much hiking as we want. But the really scary hike that I thought I was going to have to do, we didn't have to do, which I was kind of thankful for, because Whitney was going to make me... Oh, Should have done it. Well, we couldn't, because it was dangerous. Oh, Yes, so. probably not a good idea. Yeah. Nice. Well, cool. Let's go into music news then. The music video for The Flaming Lips, Ashes in the Air was released this week. It's the collaboration between The Flaming Lips and Bon Iver as part of The Flaming Lips' Hedy Fuenz. The video manages to go even further than the nudity-filled clips in The First Time I Ever Saw Your Face, which featured Erica Badu and Amanda Palmer getting angry in the bath. The first, this time, the spaceman with an eyeball for a head rescues a baby which has a man's bearded face and encounters all manner of naked bloody dismembered glittery couples and then proceeds to sacrifice the baby in a very grisly and potentially upsetting manner what the hell cool it's super fucking weird <laughs> like it's just weird i don't get it at all I was taken by surprise. <sighs> I recommend taking a look mm. at this and I'll have to being now. surprised too. Nope. You don't I mean it it's weird. There's brains and naked people and Ooh. train tracks. Train tracks oh. and blood Mm-mm. and maybe a grinder. Yeah. I don't know. It was a weird. Grinded? A grinder. No. Well, maybe. Uh bizarre. After a series of leaks, the official Lollapalooza 2013 lineup is Woo-hoo! here. In addition to previously announced performers, Vampire Weekend, Phoenix, The Postal Service, The National, and The Killers, and Mumford and & Sons, some of the big names include The Cure, Nine Inch Nails, New Order, Queens of the Stone Age, Hot Chip, Cat Power, Beach House, Crystal Castles, and Father John Misty. The festival returns to Grant Park from August 2nd to the 4th. Sounds go. fucking great. I want to see The Cure so bad. And New Order would New be so Order cool. Be awesome. Oh my god, it would be great. But I might... And Queens of the Stone Age. Oh yeah, you Queens might be in Stone Japan. Age. Well, I'm going without you. <laughs> Sorry. You can tell me how The Cure is. The, mm. the... I'll tell you right now, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the Cure's playing Fuji Rock in Japan uh, in July. <gasps> You're going to be there. It's on a Sunday too, so I don't know. I was hope maybe it's during a host day, and I can it's be a like, host can day. where you a stay host? with the Japanese oh, family? family. Right. Maybe I can be like, hey, can I not go to the host day and go do this <laughs> cool festival? Maybe they'll have like a teenage kid that'll be like, yeah, let's totally go. Maybe, yeah. Or else I'll, I'll go by myself. I'll figure out something. Well, right. That'd be That'd so be cool to see the cure. Crazy in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Oh my god. Ow, my foot. Okay, sorry. Shh. Yeah. Shh. 
<laughs> the Chinese Ministry of Culture has denied Kraftwerk visa necessary to perform in the country for this year's Strawberry Festival. They, alleged, they allegedly prevented the band's performance in China due to the fact that 15 years ago, Kraftwerk were scheduled to perform the Tibet, Tibetan Freedom Concert in Washington, D.C., which they ultimately did not even play the show due to bad weather conditions. Festival promoter Modern Sky says China's culture ministry has a long-standing policy of refusing permission to acts who have voiced support to the Tibetan independence. Oh my god. Yeah, that sounds pretty that typical sucks. China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking China men. Well, we just got banned in China. <laughs> we weren't even there anyways. They can't go on any websites. We'll never know. You never know. All right. Alec Baldwin has started a podcast called Here's the Thing. And WNYC's new podcast series, award-winning actor Alec Baldwin gives the listener a unique entry into the lives of artists, policymakers, and performers. Alec steps, sidesteps the predictable by taking listeners into the dressing rooms, apartments, and offices of people such as comedians Chris Rock, uh, political strategist Ed Rollins, and Oscar winner Michael Douglas. In the latest episode, Alec talks with Tom York about Radiohead and Adams for Peace. The pair talk for almost an hour about things like the first time Tom York ever used computers to make music, and they shared their back background love with political activism and why York needs to take a break after Adams for Peace tour winds up. That sounds hmm. pretty great. I haven't listened to it yet. I want to, though. Huh. Yeah. I really like it. I think Alec Baldwin. Baldwin, yeah, he'd be a fun too. one to listen to for But an I hour. think it's hilarious how these celebrities are like, hey, let's show you our lives because we're super yeah, interesting. Right? <laughs> but they're not. They're not more interesting than we are. They just have It's still fun to jobs. hear a conversation. Well, right. That's no, the I same think reason would... people are here listening to our lives. Well, right. But it's just funny that he yeah. thinks that. <laughs> Alec Baldwin and he thinks he's the greatest. I think it is pretty cool. He like, just goes in, into dressing rooms in their apartments and stuff instead of somebody coming to him to do something. So, yeah, I would do that. Go hang out with okay. Alec Baldwin for a, a while. What job would that be? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Michael Douglas, can I come over and talk for a while? <laughs> We're going to record it and then I'm probably going to get paid for it. Right. Okay. All right. In a major lawsuit testing the legitimacy of music downloads, Capitol Record has won a court ruling that the startup ReDigi Inc. has infringed upon copyrights. A U.S. district judge in Manhattan said ReDigi was not authorized to allow listeners to use its platform to buy and sell used, in quotes, digital music tracks originally bought from Apple's iTunes. The decision made public on Monday is a blow to the early efforts to create online marketplace for used digital goods. How do you go about selling used digital yeah. goods? Yeah, I don't understand that. It's hmm. that's. I was reading all about it today, and I can go in both viewpoints of it, but at the same time, it's just like, come on, you're still making another copy of this person's thing. And they're like, no, we take it all off the computer. They have no records of it or anything, and then we sell it. But then at the very end of the article, they're saying that they will also start giving profits to the record companies hmm. from what they did. But what it hmm. sounds like is they're just taking all this money. Like, I don't I don't know how it works, really. It's <laughs> I don't like it. Weird. Yeah, I would sounds say fishy to me. it sounds a little bit fishy. Not real. And then uh, I think Amazon and iTunes are also trying to do an insurance policy thing where you can sell back your music. 
and but it doesn't get sold another time. It's like you can get what? a little bit of money back if you don't like, like it or your something. Digital music. Yeah. So if you buy an album, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, I guess. By that time, you've already <clears throat> copied down to twelve million <clears throat> CDs and yeah. put yeah. it on your right? computer, anyways. <laughs> right. I'm doing it. Like, there's what? there's so many things that have to be fixed with yeah, that's downloading strange. music illegally and right. selling music and anything. But I mean, this Redigi Inc. Like, it's nothing like a cheapo or a used bookstore or anything. Like, mm-hmm. this is a file of ones and zeros that is getting take like, I I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. A little bit. Bullshit, mama. <laughs> Some new releases this week include Alkaline Trio's My Shame is True, The Deer Hunter's Migrant, Kill Switch Engage, Disarm the Descent, and New Kids on the Blocks 10. Ooh. Ooh. New kids on the block. I would like to listen to New Kids on the Block. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> Back at it again. Didn't Backstreet Boys bring out one too or something? They were on tour together too. They were on tour, but I don't know that they had any new material. All right. Hmm. <laughs> I want to see what they look like too. I'm going to have to do some research. What, probably all in their 40s now? Gotta be. Well, anyway, album reviews. I did Cold War Kids' Dear Miss Lonely Hearts. I have never really been into the Cold War Kids, but I am usually always in the mood to listen to them if they're played. After listening to the latest effort, Dear Miss Lonely Hearts, I have to say I enjoy it quite a bit. The album has very catchy hooks, which are able you are able to sing along with, and Dear Miss Lonely Hearts should have been the album that followed their first one, Robbers and Cowards, which had uh, Hang Me Out to Dry on it, and We Used to Vacation. Two really good songs. Mm-hmm. Nathan Willett, the band's lead singer, has always had an intriguing voice, which makes me come back to the Cold War kids for multiple listens. It's haunting, yet graceful, with great range. Two songs that stick out to me are Tuxedos and Water and Power. Tuxedo effortlessly weaves intricate guitar riffs with Willett's high-pitched voice, while the other employs a rolling drum beat to punctuate the singer's emotional contributions. Another thing that really appeals to me is the album's use of electronics, like on Loner Phase and Lost That Easy. Yeah, Lost That Easy, that doesn't sound right. Hmm. I would highly recommend this album if you're interested in the Cold War kids in the past. It's a unique indie rock filled with emotion. Yeah, I like, I like it. them. No, yeah, they're. I like them too. I've always liked them. They're never one that I really liked a lot, but I, I do I like think them. I saw them. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> they're playing here. Uh, I think on the seventh. Oh, okay. Who yeah. are they playing with? I don't know. It's at First Avenue, but they're also coming here this summer with the Lumineers. Who there are, we go. That's oh, Lumineers, Lumineers are headlining are the, the Target Holy Center. Holy Hannah! What a big step up that from is, last right? year, just yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's insane. Crazy. And then Cold War Kids opening. But good for them. Yeah, good for them. All right, Peter, what'd you do? I <clears throat> reviewed Charles Bradley's "Victim of Love." Came out yesterday. Yep. So I've only listened to it a couple times, but um, did a little review here. Um, Charles Bradley is held up on love with his latest release, Victim of Love, but it's somewhat of a psychedelic leap on a few of the songs, uh, which makes his album really stand out, I think. Um, Right at the center of the album is a run of fuzzy, dirty-sounding songs that kind of push Bradley into uh, psychedelic territory, like I mentioned, and it just adds a different dimension, um, because the guy's 64 years old, and a lot of people try to add effects to their voices and, like, produce the crap out of their voices just to get it to sound... A certain way. It sounds kind of, like, dirty, almost, his voice. It's like... And his voice is just dirty. It is. 
He can sing though. I, yeah. I don't know, he sounds pretty good. Um my favorite tracks on the album are Strictly Reserved for You, um, which is the first and probably the most popular song on the release. It's one that they've been playing on the current a whole mm-hmm. bunch. Um one called Dusty Blue and the last song called Through the Storm. Um there's a little bit of trumpet and um a little bit of piano. Stuff like that on the album, too. It has, too. like, an R&B, Motown kind of a feel to yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds really old school. No, like yeah, the, and the bass and everything, too. It's just His Wikipedia says that he only started in 2002, which fascinates me if what? that is like true. he started, like, music in yeah, 2002? Yeah, working from 2002 to present. Yep, his own... Cool. That was his first own release. He did, um... I think it was he covered James Brown. Okay, not re- he was kind of like an impersonator, oh, I guess, okay. for like many years. <laughs> oh. so I haven't researched a lot about him, but yeah, I find him fascinating. I like him a lot. We heard him as we were walking into Bonnaroo last year. Mm-hmm. He was on the main stage in the middle of the afternoon, mm-hmm. and he sounded yeah. really good live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charles Bradley and Cold War Kids, go check him out. Uh, go check out the Daily Anthem, a blog that keeps you up to date with reviews and news in the alternative music scene. Also see the Daily Anthem's Twitter for chirp reviews, brief reviews on the fly, at the underscore Daily Anthem. And also you can go over to their Tumblr for more in-depth information, thedailyanthem.tumblr.com. Difficult. The theme this week is galactic space battles. (gasps) What songs would best fit a galactic space battle? This is really difficult. I don't listen to space battle music. It was easy and hard at the same time for me. I was thinking about it. I was like, Pete's got this down. He's not going to have any problem with it. I just kept going towards soundtracks and soundtrack after soundtrack. Uh But then at the same time, I was like, I can't just keep doing soundtracks. Yeah, I thought about that too, doing just like, because there's a lot of movies with. You know, galactic space battles with mm-hmm. music playing. I know I was going to do one like from the latest the Star Trek that came out. You can't do that. Oh, but That's then I said no. Dirty, rotten, cheating. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it was hard. It was. My dad and I were trying to think of songs last night. I was like, we can't do this. So I got out my Zune, put on my headphones. So that's the oldest things you could yeah. find on there? Scrolled through my music. No, not the no. oldest things. Well, I mean, yeah. you haven't updated that thing in a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's. it's at least five years <laughs> without being updated without being updated <laughs> when I asked my mom she started singing the Rocky theme song I go mom what's a good oh, song no. for the for a galactic space battle what is the matter with you no it's not a, it's funny. galactic yeah. yeah anywho pretty good anywho I'll start it off I, uh, the first one I did was Knights of Sidonia by Muse, and I thought it was perfect because it's like a Western spacey kind of a thing, and I should have picked the first part of it because it's like riding on horses, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, if you could like only see me. battle. Yeah, like going into battle, but I chose <laughs> another part of it. But, yes, if only. You would, it would make so much more sense. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Knights of Sidonia by Muse. Horses in space, man. It's like a nine-minute long song. Dang. 
And Kelsey is next. What did you choose? I'm next. King of Snake by Underworld. Why'd you choose this one? one? Well, Underworld's amazing. And I don't know. They, a lot of their I songs was, could fit. I was, space I was kind of. Yeah. I th- once I thought of them, I was like, "Oh my god, this would be golden." Whatever one I pick is gonna be great. And I don't know how many times. I don't know how many I wanted to pick. Um, but this one, I think, is pretty. I think it's pretty appropriate. <laughs> Singing. Me too. I like how their songs always build up, so like it could be a battle. I know like, some of them go on for quite a bit, but mm-hmm. then I don't know. They, yeah. they, it's worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Peter, what'd you choose? I chose uh, a song called "Islanders" by Autekker. Hmm. It's a really weird song. Can't <laughs> yeah, wait. It fits really well. Though. Have a hold of it. see things happening yeah. in this. Yeah. <laughs> People listen to this like regularly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are rock they on their computers this. or are they rocking out actually? Well, they, They're on their computers. <laughs> no, they, they play shows. There's people that go to their shows. and. No, I just I just out. pictured uh, from Grandma's Boy, the what's-his-face. I can't remember his name. He has the glasses on and he's got his yeah. hair slicked way back and he's just got his speakers going. Uh-huh. All right, Serena, that. your first one? My first one, I chose uh, Pink Floyd, Adam Hartmother. It's like a 23-minute yep. song. Jesus. Uh, but that was the first song I thought of when you gave me this theme. It's a friggin' epic song, It was too. the first and only song I thought of. It was really hard for me to think I of I could songs. have just split this into three parts, and that could have been you your whole thing. But, um, yeah, so Matt and I had quite the discussion about which part of the song to play. But if you haven't heard it, sit down, lay down. <laughs> lay down. <just laughs> when you got 23 minutes to spare. Listen to it, because it's great. But, yes. Pink Floyd. I thought so. Yeah, I had I like, like a Pink whole Floyd. scene played yeah. out in my head with it. So nice, definitely. Uh, my next one, I chose Daft Punk "Fall." It's from the Tron soundtrack, mm. but I like it a lot. And that whole soundtrack, Daft Punk, is so cool. Uh, tried to make mine kind of go together. Knights of Sidonia is the lead up to the battle. Here is the battle. Oh, okay. Oh. I see. Yeah. That's very clever. <laughs> 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 well, Didn't sound very sincere. Nope, not really. <laughs> bro, bro. Fine, you guys. Yes, yeah, that's good. Isn't there a new Daft Punk coming up? Yes. Yeah. I'm so, it's May, I think, right? Uh-huh. They're uh, starting this new web series. I just watched it before we, well, before Serena came over and watched Evil Dead. But it... 
can't can't remember what it's called, but there's a whole bunch of chapters, and this one's Giorgio Morato, I think is his name. He did the 80s Metropolis. He redid Metropolis oh, yeah. to the restore it. Then he had all these synth bands and Blondie and a whole bunch of other 80s bands all playing mm-hmm. for the score in the soundtrack. So he did, he collaborated with Daft Punk on some of it, and then somebody else is going to be talking about their collaboration with them. So I think it'll be every single track or something. Maybe somebody different collaborated. I don't know, but yeah, cool. It, it's Sweet. it's huh. going to be exciting. I some of the clips I heard. I'm excited for new Daft Punk. Uh, who do we have next? Uh, Kelsey. Uh, the next one I chose because it was on the radio. Um, no, I seriously went through CDs driving home last night, like the ones you made me for uh, um, when I drove to Chicago. Yeah. I was like, there's got to be a crazy, weird, spacey song on here because Matt loves that shit. And I was like, fine, nope, I give up. And then I turned on the radio and it was Gorillaz. And I was like, oh my God, Gorillaz, why didn't I think of them? Because their stuff could definitely mm-hmm. be used, could mm-hmm. be like a... I totally thought about them too. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it was, similar. I was pretty happy it was on the radio. <laughs> and which one did you choose? 19 2000. Yeah, this is just a great song in general. <laughs> it's fun. I love dancing to the grill. They'd be a fun band to see live. Yeah, they would. I feel like this would be a very relaxed, galactic space <laughs> It's slow high, motion, okay? Michael Bay. Th- That's what's happening. It's in slow motion, <laughs> right? Slow motion, Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pete. Uh, this one's by Christ. I guess it's pronounced. At first, when I first started listening, I thought it was Christ. I thought it was Christ. But his name is Chris. What an asshole. And then <laughs> T, I guess, is his middle initial. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Nobody really knows. It's called Zerith Law. Okay. And why'd it's, you choose uh, it? I know. It's from a, a soundtrack. It's like a weird... Some Japanese guy made this weird like animated film, and he made the soundtrack to it. Cool. And it's... Oh, yeah. It fits. part of the battle would this be um probably afterwards when they're running away say, flying away say definitely F- the aftermath okay. like well that was cool cool <laughs> yeah. good fight you guys all right serena uh my next one is mars attacks by the misfits i after i thought of adam Hartmother, i was like i need a punk song like I don't know why, yeah. but I associated a galactic space battle with punk rock. And then I thought of the Misfits and Mars Attacks, and it worked out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Didn't even didn't even cross my I mind. I was either thinking electronic or like death metal. Or I was something. that's what yeah. I was thinking. That, uh, definitely electronic is where I went towards. Well, well here's my next one. Oh. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> Canada's way. Death Part Two by John Murphy and Underworld from the Sun Sunshine soundtrack. So obviously okay, it yeah, wasn't a good pretty. ending to the battle. Right. 
Kelsey? My last song is Fancy by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. And why'd you choose it? Uh, because the Yeahs <laughs> are amazing. And uh, I thought of them like immediately is who I thought of. Uh, but I think it's kind of they got some spacey songs yeah she's kind of outrageous sometimes and she's always noise. outrageous well right but like loud noises I, the other songs. one I was I thinking like of is uh, uh, Trent Reznor and Karen O from <gasps> the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo soundtrack that would have been a good one they sing what is it from Led Zeppelin um can't remember what it's called. I don't know what the song's called. Mind Wait, fart. Trent Reznor and Karen O. Wait, you do know a Led It's the opening, the opening. It's the opening credits to Girl the Dragon. I've never seen that. <gasps> oh, I'll give it to you. I got it. Shocking, right? Jeez. Yeah. Sheree's never seen any movie no. there is. <laughs> Immigrant song, but yeah, you'll you'll like it. Stars of the Lid. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a song called Don't Bother They're Here. <sighs> Which sounds like a good title to a Galactic yeah, Space set Battle. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this would probably be the home planet that we're on and they're here. Right. There's okay. another one, too, I was going to go with. I mean, they all the songs are really similar. Like, all, right. all their songs are they're just, like, super ambient, slow. Probably should have put them in a different order. This one first, Islanders next. <laughs> well, this one I can just picture like ships blasting each other and like blowing up and. Oh, and that's just like an overview scene of yeah. broken yeah. ships. Like, you're, like somebody through. watching it from a distance. Mm-hmm. You know? The Titanic. Oh, the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> like or like Titanic. in Star Trek. Yeah, it's yeah. Gaelic Storms playing in the yeah. in the movie. Serena. <laughs> oh, uh, mine is Space Jam. <laughs> what song? Uh, well, no, it's Space, Space Jam. Jam. Oh, it's just the jam. Yep. Just the jam. <laughs> um, because I couldn't really think of anything else, and I it's Space Jam. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm sorry. Good enough. For my lack of effort. What do you mean? I thought of that song, too. It was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the VHSs I saved. <laughs> <laughs> Time. Welcome to the, the Space, Space Jam. Jam. So good. Yeah, some other ones I thought of was like uh, M83. I thought some of those could I, be really good, I don't good have too. M83 on my Zoom, so I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't think of any. <laughs> I couldn't pick I one. can't remember. I, I had a whole list of random stuff, but I came yeah. down to those three. But yeah. Let us know what you think would make a great galactic battle song. Remember, you can download full songs from Soundwave's weekly themes on iTunes. In the description of each show, there is a link to a weekly playlist on iTunes. Or you can check Blind Ninja Studios' Facebook for more information. If you like what you hear, please support the music. And Kelsey, what do you got for our essential album of the week? I got Divachka. Divachka. Um, There's <laughs> album How It Ends, which is from 2004. Um I picked this because um, it's interesting and instrumental. Um, I categorize them as a gypsy punk indie folk group. 
Um, they use lots of different kinds of instruments. A lot he sings, but I mean it's mostly instrumental, especially on this CD compared to the others. Um, they have nine albums, two of which are soundtracks, um, which are also great. Um, and they come from Colorado, which is really cool because Colorado's lovely. This is my adventure soundtrack. Whenever I'm going somewhere um, unknown or wandering about, this is my go-to. Um, it's kind of a long love song to me. Um, there's sadness, excitement, and something so calming. Uh, but it always makes me smile, rain or shine. nice um i i did um an, an independent film in chicago uh, and i had to be on the set at 6 a.m um so i would listen to this song while walking on michigan avenue in the wee hours of the weekend um there weren't any people about and it was very surreal and this album definitely fit in with the magnificent buildings and the starkness of the streets but it's also great for going for a walk uh through the woods um but it's kind of perfect for everything feel-good album always brings up my spirits um, not to mention this is also quite perfect for a road trip in a warm and sunny place with your arms hanging out the window um, even though it makes me think of spring I always listen to it all year round um, just so that I know spring is coming but uh, it's just lovely I love it <laughs> I, that's a band I always wanted to see live. Oh, I saw them with Gogo yeah. Bordello. Oh, it was so good. After it's doing their wedding book, the lead singer and his wife's wedding book at yeah. my work, uh, I think they're just one of the some of the coolest people ever. Yeah, cool. they seem really neat. And it was in the mountains of Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every Thursday. Next week, there are a couple of albums to review. I'm going to be doing Jake Bug's new self-titled album. It's uh, folk rock, and he's already platinum in the UK, and he's gaining popularity here in the US. But with, I think Kelsey might have heard one on Cities 97. Mm-hmm. I heard Definitely. one on The Current. Uh, Serena is going to do Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, OMD. Their new album called English Electric. And Peter is going to be doing the knife, shaking the habitual. The theme next week is three songs that you would sing in the shower. And Serena will also tell us what her essential album of the week is. For updates and more information about Soundwave and our other shows, including a weekly blog from Carlos, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios. Or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our first show, the Department of Defense tries to find the line of what is considered offensive and leaps across it, just to see what happens. And on our show, Tabletop Theater, 
We will take you into the world of tabletop role-playing at its best. All shows are available through iTunes or on our website at blindinjustudios.com. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindinjustudios.com or message us on Facebook. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Peace. Oh, my God.